Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas in the house and all the mamas in the whole wide world. Put our hands together, let's celebrate, honour you and respect them. Bless. Father, we pray today for all the mothers here in the movement, of course, but mothers everywhere. These beautiful women who have been gifted by God to bring forth children. I pray for the mums. I pray for their beautiful hearts, their loving ways, their affection. Where would we be without them? Well, we couldn't be. We needed mum. So today, I send a blessing on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ. His mother was Mary. And one thing he said from the cross, you said, Lord, was your mother care for her. Isn't that wonderful? And today we are celebrating all the mums, honouring them. I'm thankful for the mums. And for those who didn't have a mother, like my wife, um, I believe the mother in heart, the mother in spirit, can still be a part of your life. So, here's to all the mothers, mums the word. And we ask that you now be blessed and favoured and showered with all the things that you want in your heart, the desires of your heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give it up for the mums. Awesome. Right. I'm not going to have uh, much to say because that said it all, really. Um, while you're standing, it's good to, I don't know if you've got a hold of mum or said something to her, but I know for a fact that um, my mother's in Australia. She happens to still be alive. And um, mum's a miracle, really. She's a miracle because, well, she had me. She had some others too as well. You know, we won't say names now. My brothers and my sisters. But um, my mother, I want to send a special um, happy Mother's Day to you, mum. Um, you'll get this somehow. Somebody will tell you in the church in Australia uh, or if you're there. Thank you, mum, for being the mother you were and the mother you still are to me. Um, there's just so many things I can say to you about you. But you never leave mum. Where mum is, that's where the home is. Huh? And even if she, like my mum, raised me, she had me, I swam around in a spa bath. That was one of the desires of one, spa bath for nine months inside her womb. Then she uh, raised me and then she kicked me out. But I never went out long. I came back and I kept coming back, kept coming back to mum. And mum was always mum. Isn't that great? Whether you, you know, leave. They say leave and cleave. I've done many marriages. But I want to tell you, I don't know if it's true altogether. Um, I guess it, it um, speaks about different things and a new family starting, husband and wife. But you never leave your parents, really, do you? Huh? You know, mum. She's always there. So good. Well, thank you, Mum, for having the life that you gave us and having the wonderful charm and everything else to do it. So have a settler for a little bit. These are, these are Proverbs, or Proverbs is filled with one thing that um, I want to say. And it came up, and I, and I think to myself, why is it that the book of Proverbs, and that's the best place to find out, much about mum. Why is the book of Proverbs refer to a, a quality 
a character trait it could be, but it's a special quality that God uh, goes out of his way to mention in Proverbs. You know what it was? Well, it is, don't you? It's wisdom. It's wisdom. And wisdom's a, a, a very powerful um, word. It's a powerful thing. It's one thing to have knowledge, but it's another thing to have wisdom. And having the wisdom of God, it talks about in Corinthians, the wisdom of this world, but it also talks about the wisdom that comes from above. And James and Christ, the wisdom. So wisdom is a very important thing. It helps in a lot of things in life. I wish I, I, wish I had more wisdom. But I want to tell you something about the wisdom <clears throat> that I've been able to tap. And it's come from mum. In my case, from my wife too. And Hannah, when she was sitting here before, she mentioned the word wise. There's a Proverbs, <clears throat> Proverbs 31, which talks about the wise woman, a virtuous woman. And it has some very good qualities uh, about a, a woman that turns into a beautiful mum <clears throat> and a beautiful wife. And she begins to let these qualities be totally freed the full potential of what she can be if she's treated right, if she has uh, a heart and a desire for her husband, the Bible says in Proverbs 31, and for her children, then there is something in the mum that you can't get from the dad. I mean, there's a lot of things we can talk about, but this is special, that she has a creativity, she has the ability to be able to be the security of that home, that the children and even the husband know that they can trust in her. She somehow brings the wisdom into the business, into the fathering, and into the whole house. And if, we, if you read Proverbs 31, it's about the virtuous woman. It starts from, from about verse 10. It comes from there. And it talks about how she's blessed and she, she's better and more valuable than rubies. Then it talks about her business, uh, business prowess. It talks about how she loves her husband and ensures that he's looked after and that he does well. Then it goes on to say about her uh, attitude and the way she treats her children. And they call her blessed and praise her. That was going on here this morning. And in amongst all of that, it says also in there that she has wisdom. And that's the one that got me just for today, wisdom. The thing about wisdom, and the book of Proverbs talks about it a little bit more than when it comes in the New Testament. It talks about the wisdom that comes from above. And then there's the wisdom of this world. And apparently, it was the wisdom of God that fooled what man could come up as the best wisdom that he could produce. And that irony came in the cross of Christ when Jesus was crucified, that men thought they were smart. They thought they were doing the right thing by crucifying the Lord of glory. Bible says if Satan had known that the plan was going to be as such, that him allowing and pushing for his crucifixion would actually bring his demise and ultimate imprisonment and free the world, the Bible says he would never have done it. But that's the wisdom of God trumping whatever man could come up with. But here's the kicker, guys. In Proverbs, it basically says that wisdom is referred to 
in feminine terms as she. When she's wisdom, when when she cries from the streets, hey men, you know, and it's referred to as as feminine. She, she wisdom when she speaks. I want to say today the man would be very smart to be able to be humble enough in some cases to take the advice of a good woman. And you know, you extract more of what she was, uh, what she was made for. When she was originally uh, brought into this world, she was not actually created from the dirt or the earth like the man. God said, you're good, but you're going to need help. Us guys are going to need help. That's what God said in Genesis. And so the anointing of helps, that's a beautiful thing. For me to be complete, but for the children to be healthy in any home, and then you're talking about the generations of grandchildren and great-grandchildren, then there has to be an understanding from the man that when you marry her, she's not just a sex object. She's not there just for you to have your satisfaction physically. It's good. So when you're marrying somebody, you've got to watch out you're not marrying a chick. Because you think that the sexual stuff, that's, that's a big mistake. And she's devoid of actually understanding what she's carried because probably been how, how she's been treated. Right? And that goes to say that fathers need to treat their daughters very well. I talked about this last time. Because we're making sure that the full potential of that woman can be a great wife to the husband that's waiting for her and a great mother to her children. Let's put our hands together for that. So that's why it gets, it's kind of a merry-go-round, but it's a beautiful circle of blessing that every man has the, has the responsibility to duty to make sure that his daughters are particularly blessed. You look after your daughters. Daughters love their dads. When their dads have been strong, they've done their part, and they've made sure they've protected them, blessed them, and ensured that these ladies will be the full package to bless their future grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Isn't that good? And she's a womb. She's a womb. And Psalm 139 says very quick, uh, clearly how that we've been beautifully and wonderfully made, that we've been put together before even conception, that God thought of you in a, in a special way. He already had you in mind for the partner. And so you're put in that womb and there you are nurtured by a mother. And the mother carries, male and female, but carries the newborn to the point of birthing a beautiful human into this world that would walk, I believe, in the relationship with Christ that brings the fullness of the men and the woman together in a way that you couldn't get any other way, in a way that can't come from another way. That's the only way through Christ. So when you find that coming like this and the, the lady has the helps, I learned a while ago that if I treated her well and allowed the anointing of God to release her potential, she becomes something of an added blessing to us guys and it increases what you thought you did by yourself. She can take it to another level, whether it's business, 
whether it's, you know, understanding just practical things in the house um, and everything else. Like for Hannah, she's a blessed woman. And I, I know that from the beginning I wanted to be a blessed dad and I'm the same way, just the opposite. She, she had a blessing of helps on her life and I did that by doing everything that she loved. That I would love her children, our children, we would raise our children right and I'd treat her the best that I could to quickly tap in to the anointing of helps. It's a wonderful thing. And I had the privilege just now of seeing Hannah and her two daughters um, interrelating. Did you feel, you feel it, don't you? How that this is an ordinary family and we've gone through the ups and downs of life. That's not, the, that's not even the half of what we could tell you. Um, the actual rest of that story with Hannah and Jasmine, I'm going to put a couple of little wee pieces into the book here, the chapters, <laughs> but very quickly. I came into the lounge to them on the lounge. That was big time wrestling. You know, it, was, it, was, it was almost, what is it, MMA, cage fighting? <laughs> And I had to come and break it up. And I had to watch out because I think I got a little hit on the side there of the head. And um, I pulled them apart. This is really something. So, you know, you can still have some pretty, not very good stuff. I think Hannah caught a violence in the home and, st and still end up fairly blessed. <laughs> God must have been having a laugh and the angels must have stepped aside and said, let's, let them, let's have a look. See See how this pans out. See how well they come back and do the good thing, you know. So that was part of that. And, um, you know, I'm so, I'm a blessed man. I don't really have one mother. Mum got me born and raised me and I still have that relationship. I've got three other mothers, <laughs> believe me. Hannah, Jasmine and uh, Jamie, they do have a lot to say behind my back and to my face, <laughs> believe me. And um, so I feel sometimes like a little boy getting told off, caught in the, you know, in the toilets in the primary school doing things you shouldn't do and getting told off by the teacher or the principal. Um, not washing your hands, I mean, in the toilet. I had to wash your hands. Did you wash your hands? No. Go back and wash your hands. So, um, and then right up to almost being like at the table, still getting taught some um, table etiquette, you know. It's Hannah, she likes everything pretty much perfect in her house. She cleans, she will wipe benches down once with a wet cloth, and I'm watching her. She goes through and wipes it, then she gets a dry cloth and wipes it off till it's shiny, and then I'm watching her go and get that little thing out of the, I know, she puts it up with a wet thing mop and she mops that floor till we can, I can see my face in it, which is good. Right. See, <laughs> we're there vacuuming, and then I'm sitting there and I'm cheering her on. <laughs> Clean it up, baby. Clean them up. <laughs> and after that, cook my eggs. <laughs> see. <laughs> oh, hey, cut it out. See what I mean? They're down here giving me advice. Jamie yells out, "Then we clean you up." You know. It's great living in a house with girls. So Sam took off to Australia, he had enough. 
he's watching now going, oh, 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 no, son, I know what you did. You left me by myself. And then what happens? They have these granddaughters, Eden. Oh, it's a replica of her grandmother. Eden's a, so I've got four of them going to me. I'm standing there. Like, okay. And then they have some more girls, like Diana and these Tyler. Two hurricanes. So I've got woman all around. I must be, I must be a man. I'm a total, I must be a handful. I am, and I'm grateful. Um, the stresses I cause people, and I've <laughs> not just my family and the life. I probably needed all of these ladies, various, you know, talents and sides of them to help make me at least a little bit better than what I probably could have been without you all. So um, today I want to make a special mention to the Queen Mother. And the Queen Mother is none other than this lady sitting here in this room today. HRH Tamaki. Hannah Radkovina Huirangi Tamaki. <laughs> there she is. And um, Hannah, you're not just a mother to the girls and to Samuel and to all our grandchildren, 10 of them. One of them just sung. I don't think Jacob could sing. <clears throat> but now I must, um, I must help him. <laughs> not exploit, help him. Anyway, and, and also our great-grandchildren. But you're also a mother, and they just don't know it. You know, some of them do, but you're a mother to this nation. I, for the life of me, and I looked at all the candidates just standing in the by-election in Tauranga and some of the other ones and some of the politicians in there that, you know, turn on sprinklers on people and, and others that fight in the hallway like two politicians did, and the crazy things. And I look at you and I think all the wisdom that you have all those 120 politicians don't even have a teaspoonful of it. And I think <clears throat> sometimes Parliament doesn't need CEOs. It just needs a rest from those people for a little while. CEOs, business managers, consultants, and big corporate company leaders or whatever, they're all just wannabes that want to be something. But somebody with the 40 years of experience about life and about people, I would say we're looking at somebody they're probably, that place doesn't deserve. But the country would do well right now in having a slice of your beauty, of your wisdom, of your talent, Hannah. And the woman that you've grown to be from virtually rejection, abandonment, not having a mother, I want to know where you get that thing from. It's just... I've been a witness to it. She said she got it from God. I th thought oh, I gave it to you. <laughs> I, I was wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually wrong. I admit it publicly. I did not give that gift to her. She's entire. Come up here, you know. And every mother, if, if you've not, guys, if you've not had a mother, I now introduce you to your mother. If some men are out there now, some boys and some girls, if you, have, if you don't have a mother or you can't find your mother or you don't know your mother, I want to say right now, Hannah would be so happy to be your mother. 
There's no other. Yeah, like absolutely no other. <laughs> so here she is, and she's the mother to the movement. Um, Hannah, you inspired not only the ladies, the young ladies, the older ladies in our movement. You've inspired some of the other people in our movement called men. We, some of us were girls, but we've been turned into men. <laughs> some of us are men trying to find ourselves, but you've been a strength to the men in the movement as well. Very much so. We love you, and thank you for being Queen Mother. There's many mothers, but there's none like you. All right, God bless you all. Father, thank you so much for everybody. Thank you for all the mums everywhere in this country of New Zealand who are celebrating their mum and over the world. Right now, I think after having what we've been through, a motherly love, a mother, mother's touch is probably going to be a welcome thing to help heal many hurt hearts to help turn around the situation where there's been loss and where things have been removed out of our internal hearts, our lives, the internal parts of our being have been roughed up. Nothing like a mother's love. One thing I know, you can look into your mum's eyes and that's where you see the purest of love from a mother. Father, we thank you for them all. Bless you, we thank you that you had the wisdom to create and take something from the man that he needed. And that was the woman who would be the mother of all life. Bless every womb, I pray, in Jesus' name. And may it be a happy afternoon. May the guys treat their mums well and their wives because they're mothers too. And let's give them the best sunset, something to be remembered. We appreciate you. We definitely honour you. And we highly respect you all. Good for you, mums. But I'm still glad I'm a man. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bless you. Thank you so much.